Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. you out to the lake wherever you may be off to visiting family friends or hey maybe you're just heading home from work a little bit early maybe it's just lunch hour and you're tuning in wherever you're checking in from we welcome you aboard to oilers now brendan escott cam moon with you on this fine friday afternoon show brought to you all as always by world of spas aching after a long day world of spas offering tubs designed with your relief in mind rest recover and relax with world of spas alberta's number one swim spa dealer visit worldofspas.com well cam we we think we've tracked him down today yes we think we have we've captured a zebra <laughs> we're gonna hear from dan o'rourke finally and and it's not going to be so much about nhl officiating as it is about an nhl official getting on a bicycle and riding it an incredibly long distance and why he's doing it because it's a great story and fridays in the summertime well they're for great stories aren't they yeah they are <laughs> so I, i'm looking forward to this conversation and uh, Dan O'Rourke is, is a former WHL player and uh, played minor pro. Then after that, became a linesman, worked his way up, became a linesman in the NHL, then wanted to shift to being a referee, had to go back down to the minors, be a referee, and then work his way up. So it's, it's he has an interesting story just in the way he got to where he is now, but even more so this story of his bike ride from Santa Monica to Chicago. Yeah, all in the uh, support of the, uh, I, I don't want to misrepresent it, but essentially vision impairment and trying yes. to generate funds for for uh, blindness and that sort of thing. So we will uh, endeavor to un, uh, unlock more of that story with Dan O'Rourke at 12.35. 105 will connect with uh, Cam's longtime friend, Colin Fraser, been on the show before, played with the Oilers, played in the NHL. Uh, uh, he's got some stories of his own, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yes, he, he's got lots. <laughs> and a great storyteller. And uh, is about it. he was as media-friendly as it gets right from day one, but has continued that. I know uh, it, not last season, but the season before, he did some work on uh, Chicago Blackhawks radio and their television, so he did some of that too, and uh, a, a long NHL career, and of course, world junior champion in 05. Yeah, certainly a, a 69th overall draft pick in 2003, three-time Stanley Cup champion, but really is an amateur scout for Chicago. He has his work cut out for him in the next couple of years, Cam. They have 17 picks inside <laughs> the first three rounds of the next three drafts. 17 picks inside the first three rounds. It'll be a whole makeover of the franchise, so I imagine it's a very busy stretch yeah. in the career of the amateur scouting department there in Chicago. Well, and if you're if you're an amateur scout and you have the, that many picks, you're fired up about that because uh, you get a lot of there's a lot of different opinions, but you get to watch a lot of players, and you know that uh, you're going to be 
calling some names. Who knows if they'll have all those picks when they, they get to the draft, but they'll still have a lot either way. Mm-hmm. And that that's always uh, that's always the dream of the scouts, to have lots of picks, and it keeps them busy. That is, it's certainly a good point that they could... Um... Yeah, I knew I, I was going to ruin my own train of thought there. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. Good point you just made. Oh, um, okay. Calls and texts coming in at one thirty-five. We will uh, turn the airwaves over to you. We've been going down the Pacific Division preview, uh, but obviously Colorado is going to be a very big uh, speed bump toward the end of this season, ranked in a lot of power rankings already as the number one team coming in. They add Ryan Johansson. Ross Colton comes in on a four-year deal, I believe. So, uh, you you know, you, you've got a team there that I think is worth looking at in a little more detail. So at 135, we'll keep the calls and texts open, but uh, Cam and I will take a peek in a probe at a newer look Colorado team. They're going to be without Gabriel Landeskog by the sounds of it, but they did a lot of work this offseason to sort of fill in the blanks there, if you will. If you want to get in touch, you can do so, of course, on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Uh, don't miss Brett Michaels live at the River Cree on Saturday, September 16th. Get your tickets now at RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And that number again, the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well, 780-496-0063. New floors you've always wanted, available at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more. Not much doing for your top story today, as I'm sure you can imagine, on July 21st. We are in the dog days of summer, and they say that August is even more of the doldrums. So, uh, well, well, we'll be okay with the fact that there are at least a couple arbitration hearings going on, one of which involving uh, Toronto Maple Leafs goaltender Ilya Samsonov. I believe the hearing is underway. After the hearing concludes, they then have 48 hours to issue a ruling. But as we learned yesterday or a couple days ago, they were originally quite far apart, like like literally double far apart goaltender. Yeah. And pitched his uh, $4.9 million value to the team who said, well, we were thinking more like 2.4. So where are we at? Now a judge is deciding. Or yes. another trader. Yeah, yeah, an arbitrator will decide it. Yeah, that's a pretty big gap. So I, the, I don't envy having to go through that process where the team has to devalue the player it, and the player has to pump his own tire and then you come out with a number. But yeah, that's... And usually these get sorted out before they ever get to an arbitration. In this case, it doesn't. And mm-hmm. if you look at the, the Toronto Maple Leafs over on Cap Friendly... They, by the looks of things, can ill afford to have that arbitration ruling be in and around where the player is looking to go. Because that would put him, well, they're already in a bind, but it puts him in more of a bind. And they're in a wild bind right now. And essentially, if the ruling, and, and remember, he's asking for 4.9, he's not going to get that, but that's what he's asked for. If the ruling is more than $4.53 million, the Leafs may well have to walk away from it altogether and let Samsonov become an unrestricted free agent, which for a guy that sort of took over as their number one last year, 
That's not really plan A, I'm sure, for Bradtree Living. Even though uh, they've got Matt Murray in the mix, this is a player who's proven repeatedly that he cannot be relied upon. In the playoffs last year, had Sam Sonov and Joseph Wall be the ones to lead them out. Uh, and, and I think from a dollar and cents standpoint, they might not have a choice but to pinch everywhere they can, including a backup goaltender, of course. So yeah. uh, we thought Murray would be a buyout candidate. Didn't get that far, so... So where does that leave them? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, it's they're, they're going to have to make some moves or make something happen. And as you and I were reading before we went to air that the, the arbitration ruling will be one year and he will be uh, a UFA after that. So as he was going to be a UFA in a year anyway. So, um, yeah, they'll find out what it is for a year. What are they going to do? I, I don't know, but... Uh, they have to make some moves because they're over the cap, and with this ruling, they'll even be more over the cap. Yeah, they are the most, <laughs> I, I'll call it cap hell. They are in the most cap hell of any team in the National Hockey League. They are a projected cap hit of over $8.8 million over the salary cap, and then they are, uh, they're burning through LTIR space projected to use that as well. So uh, they got a lot of tap dancing and, and yep. cap gymnastics in, <laughs> to do before uh, before the second week of October. Let's just say that. But uh, that is your top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. What will the 26, soon to be 27-year-old goaltender get as an offer from the arbitrator and is that something that the Leafs can accommodate? We will find out in less than 48 hours time or at least 48 hours from the time of the end of that ruling. In the meantime, really nothing to tell you about the Oilers until we see some of these other dominoes fall and and therefore allow the restricted free agent dominoes in town to fall. Nothing doing, but we can hearken back in our Oilers Now audio vaults, which is brought to you by Direct Workwear. Excited to announce, by the way, that their women's only workwear store now open. We've been telling you about it all spring. They're open now, located four doors north of their Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Always nice to hear from the great one, and particularly as it relates to the state of an Oilers team that he believes to be on the upswing, the right trajectory. They got a really good young coach. They got a good organization. Uh, Kenny Holland has proven himself. What a great organization. They do a lot in the community. And Daryl and Renee are tremendous, proud owners of the Edmonton Oilers. And you know what? I always call them and talk to them and wish them good luck. You know, my heart's always with the Oilers. And so I'm always pulling for them to win that next championship, which would be unreal for the city. But, you know, it's just, it's an unreal game. It's the greatest game in the world. And we have so many good people from the players and the trainers and the coaches and even the odd uh, play-by-play guy. So, you know, it's a great sport. Can that come? Even you. Yes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't know stuff. that I was looped in. There. Yeah, yeah, you know, well... Uh, We'll endeavor to throw you a bone there, but you know, it is. It's good every now and again to remind ourselves that uh, 
despite the fact that this Oilers team has fallen short of expectations, it's nice now to know that the expectation each year is that they're going to go compete for, if not win, a Stanley Cup. It's not the expectation to just get into the playoffs. I know that's the goal and, and that obviously we can expect that kind of thing for the next several years, but the expectation of the team and the fan base is that they're going to be competing at the top of this. And as frustrating as it may be when they're bowing out to a team like Vegas, you know, that's hey, there's there's 31 other teams yeah. that didn't complete their goal this year. So it is nice to put things in perspective from time to time and say, yeah, you are watching the best player that we've seen in decades and decades. And this team is providing exciting moments and being in the mix is why you're a sports fan, right? Exactly. And I mean, you hear Brian Burke say it all the time. They only hand out one cup. So only one team's ultimately going to be successful, but the Oilers are in that mix. They're right in that group of teams. If you're talking about teams going into the season, of which ones you think are are Stanley Cup possibilities, legitimate Stanley Cup possibilities, the Oilers are are in that conversation, and that's what you want. That's what you want as a fan, uh, knowing that you've, got a shot because there's you as you know there are a handful of teams going into the season that realistically don't have any yeah and that's no fun and we've been there we've been there long time Edmonton was that team right so as as frustrating as it may seem at times it's I think it's important to to just you know check out and, and be like hey man this is this is nice so when the when the great one takes time away from the TV set to uh to remind Oilers fans that you're right in the thick of it that's that's nice to hear especially on July 21st when we don't have a lot else to go play in no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little slow. Yeah, it is. But there's plenty going on in the text line already. Oh, we'll get to that. 780-496-0063. It is 1219 at Edmonton. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you this fine Friday on Oilers Now. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, keeping you company for the next little bit here up until two o'clock when we give way to Angela Cocott but lots of sports talk coming before then some texts here that I want to get to 780-496-0063 an interesting one from G instead of signing Derek Ryan and Matthias Janmark Cam uh, G says he would have rather signed Nick Bugstad for the same amount of money how about you he says hmm. I'm always going to take uh two birds in the hand, literally, instead of one in the bush. And what I mean by that is if you can get two players for $2 million instead of one player for $2 million, at some point in the season, you're going to need those two bodies instead of the one. Do I think that Bukestad is maybe more effective as an individual? Yes, I do. But you get two penalty killers, you get two guys that you can flex from center to wing when you need. You get two veteran mouths and presences in that room for the same price. I think that's the route you take. Yeah, I think so. And and I think so in regards to how the third line is likely to look as that's probably where you'd put uh, Bukestad if he had been if he had been retained and maybe not on a on a fourth line. Um, I, I'd be more inclined to take the two players. What else you got over there? Anything good? <laughs> uh, not really. No? All just, right. Just, just, just making sure. Just a little... Um, just checking. Just 
I don't know. There's some people that are still very upset about the loss. I uh what the football game last night? No, the, the Oilers bowing <laughs> oh, out of the yeah. playoffs. Oh yes, with a, a, a lot of finger pointing going on. Um, Kev says, uh, "Is Matthews really going to get thirteen and a half million dollars? Wow, not worth that." Says Kev. Well, I mean, there was a season in which I believe he proved he is. Unfortunately, that's not the most recent season we saw him play. So that leaves some questions, right? Now, I mean, Toronto, I think to keep him there, and and he is he's a first overall pick, right? And, and he is the face of the franchise in the NHL. He will get paid accordingly. He's not going to get paid any less than Nathan McKinnon. I can almost promise you that. Yeah, yeah. It, I, and I'm sure the, the Leafs will be in full negotiations with them as much as they possibly can to get it done sooner than later I would think. That will be the straw that ultimately breaks the camel's back in terms of in terms of moving somebody out to to keep I guess the bigger picture. Like that that if they don't have the money for that, they will trade Nylander to get the money to keep Matthews, right? Because he's yes. the guy Pardon me, that's the face of their franchise. Yeah. So, hey, you know, what we've seen them been, being unwilling to do, and they still want to keep all of this, this you know, four-man dream together, maybe five if you include Riley in that, maybe that's what finally separates it. Yeah, and well, at some point, at some point, you, you because of the cap, and it's going to go up in a year, but not nearly enough to to take them all in as you know, everybody's contracts are are way up. I mean, you got Tavares for another year at 11. You got Marner for and and by another year I mean this year and next and same with Marner at uh, 10.9 for this year and next. So yeah, something has to give. Let me clarify because Brad has has t- taken this out of context a little okay. bit. He says, "So your logic is you would rather have two six million dollar players instead of one at twelve and a half." Wow, says Brad. I I would say that the the limit to what I'm saying yeah. is you know with with fourth line players obviously two six million dollar players are not going to be as impactful as Connor McDavid. Obviously, I don't think that, Brad. Thank you for texting us. 780-496-0063. We will hear from uh, NHL referee Dan O'Rourke coming up here shortly. He's, he's jumping on a bicycle, Cam, and he's, yes. he's riding from California to Illinois. Is that yeah. correct? And, and going through a whole slew of obviously different uh, terrain, and, and it's going to be a whole uh, journey in support of uh, just awareness and funds generated for vision impairment, which... Some might be chuckling to themselves the irony of a referee doing work for vision impairment, and he's, he says even that is you know a bit of a stigma that he he doesn't love. So I'm excited to yes. sort of delve into this, and it's it's coming in the context of a guy who, as you said, has a great journey of his own. Um, you know, a, sort of a tough guy in the Western League, and now has has had to go and and basically sow his oats as a referee to get to where he is now. So the fortitude that uh, that he has as a, as a person in his professional life, and now clearly demonstrating in his personal life, that's spectacular, and I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the story, and then I'll I'll. I'll wait for when we get Dan on the air and he can 
explain the the reasons behind him doing this, uh, but it, there was a story recently in The Athletic that uh, that's what kind of tipped us off about this. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great story. He's got a great story. I mean, just his road to the NHL. It it wasn't in a straight line, that's for sure, and had to work his way there, and has now been. You know, I, I think he's got six Stanley Cup finals under under his belt as a referee, so that's uh, that's a pretty good uh, record for him. So, yeah, he's been full time referee in the NHL since two thousand and five. So he's had a good good run. Great stuff. We'll yep. tell you all about it when we come back. Right now, we'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Evan Cook.